0: T-Bone Burnett Go Joe
1: Football. What happened?
0: T-Bone Burnett <laughs> Was a guy
2: Wrote this really dark song Oh, you did not I hit it, you, you hear it?
0: You did a warm up so It's all right Welcome, Welcome to the, the What a time to hit puberty <laughs> Welcome to the uh, Peter Brady Welcome to the Detective uh, <laughs> After Buzz After Show uh, Show number four um, Who goes there? What a great episode <laughs> was that was that, that a the rhetorical question? amongst or? the group? No, who goes there. Um, uh, you. we're all here together. We're, we're We're a little giddy because we just finished. We talked about this. We just finished the episode and ran right in here, and we are in shock. We're freaked out. Mm. I, so, I don't even
3: know what just happened to my world.
0: We're, we're going to do our very best to do the <laughs> so show and try to give this some This is her world and <laughs> this is what the episode did exactly. to Exactly. On video watch. We're going to uh, try to give some concise yes. analysis. We're going to do our best to do the show here, but we probably need a day or uh. an hour, 5 minutes to digest this.
1: I yeah, feel like we start the show
2: through. the same way every week. The same way we go, we shouldn't be doing the show until tomorrow, but we're doing it tonight. Anyway, so and we're and gonna that's do our our show. Dark. that's our no, show. That's our
1: show, everybody. We're halfway
0: through. The last, the back four, we're going to do them the next day. Yeah. Can I just say anyway, one thing? well, before you do that. Okay. Let's just say that we're doing the After Buzz no, Detective After Show. Let's do some business first. Yes, business. Yes. I'm Joe Braswell. I'm here, as always, with my three favorite people in the world, in the whole world. Actually, two of my favorite people in Joe Sanfilippo. Uh, <laughs> Julia Keeley. I make the
3: cut. Hi, guys. Hi, everybody. Hello. Gentlemen, gentlemen, uh, Nando, gentlemen.
1: Nando Velasquez. you forgive me? I love you. Okay, he loves me. Actually, I'm right. not I'm really pissed at you, but it's a separate. Let's <laughs> we'll talk about that <laughs> <That's>
0: later. <Yeah>. Let's <laughs> it off the. You end. brought it up. <laughs> uh, Joe I San Flippo.
1: Nice to see you guys. It's great to see you.
0: It's you know, nice it's, to see you. It's, it's actually, nice it's actually been a you. minute that we've been all been here together, right? I've been here.
1: I've been here, too. <laughs> I've been here, too. Okay, maybe me? <laughs> I don't know.
2: I mean, that's one way to view it. All right, could, it could be argued that you were not in attendance for some all other right. shows. Well,
3: all it's right. been two weeks since we've all been together doing a show, since our last True Detective right.
0: show. Yes, because yeah. last week was the Super Bowl. I that's I have not right. missed True Detective.
3: Nope. no, nope. you haven't. This so. is a show not to be missed, But it's though. been
0: two
1: weeks, but it has been two weeks that's since correct, the last new episode. because we were on Hades. Yes. yes. The people who have downloaded... the
0: People who have kindly downloaded this show... Don't give a shit about the other shows that we do. No, they probably don't. So we'll talk about we we'll talk about True Detective. Uh, we're here. Maybe that's, that's probably not true, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Right. Uh, thank you for joining us. We're here. Uh, episode four. Who goes there? True Detective. And what the f did I just see? What just happened?
2: It, uh, next level shit is what just happened. Yeah. That's what I think just happened. I think yeah, a, yeah. you know what, what? What do we call? It? Shots fired. Shot across the bow. Warning shot fired at the rest of the fucking universe. This is how
0: television needs to be made from yeah. now on. Well, as you know, this is it. Well, well two oh, weeks ago, um, we had uh,
3: Rob Beitzel, Rob
0: Beitzel in studio, mm-hmm. and he talked about how Kerry uh, Fuganaga shoot, shoot, mm-hmm. shoots this on film, um, and he treats it like a movie. And I feel like that the set pieces we saw today, especially that back half, which we will definitely get into later. Um this is on some this is film level stuff. This isn't like television I didn't feel like I just watched a television set piece. I feel like that what I just saw was on the level of what I saw in Children of Men. Um if you, if any of you have seen Children of Men, Alfonso Cuaron amazing movie and his amazing uh some shots in there. That was on par with what I saw in that movie. But let me let me yes. toss something
2: out here and you tell me what you think. And let's see, I, I I wanna I wanna compare it to film.
3: We took it all.
2: And, but at the same time, I feel like this has, uh, the luxury of going beyond where a film can go. Mm-hmm. Because in a film, you have an hour and a half. Maybe you have oh. two hours and ten minutes. Right. But you have eight hours. To, I mean, you, I give, I care so much more about the characters because oh. they've taken the time. I think if
0: you can do it, that's why I mean next it's level. An eight-hour we've, yeah. we've, we've, yes. It's yes. an eight hour movie. Yeah. It's an eight hour movie with two big time movie stars. Yes. With, uh, who has At least emerged, two, really three. At least two or three. But if, 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 if um, you know, I think this is really like sort of the like coming up. This episode, if, if I, 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 rave, I rave every single week about Carrie and his work and the the set pieces and the shot selections, and everything looks like a beautiful, every shot is beautifully composed. But this episode, before we got to the last uh, episode, the last thing in the projects, was beautifully shot mm-hmm. and beautifully composed and beautifully executed. And then when I saw it at the end, I feel like Carrie Fuganaga has emerged as like, I mean, like, he's, as a director and as a guy who can you know sort of, like, set up shots and compose shots, I don't know. Like, he's doing it at the highest level right now. That's, like, Oscar-worthy work on television. I'm saying it.
3: I, I actually agree with you, one hundred percent, and I think I said it last week. This is the best thing on television, mm-hmm. bar none, mm-hmm. but we talk about this being an eight hour movie, but I really think I really truly believe that this episode stands alone sure I mean- compa- I mean I haven't seen the back end of this, but no. I've only seen the f- what leads up to this, but this was just so far out there, extraordinary. That I, I' just never seen anything like that on television before, yeah. let alone very rarely in the movies. This was so stellar
0: and we, we talk about the you know, the eight hour movie, if you will, but we talk about like so much time that they spent sort of setting up the characters and setting up the world and setting up the whole thing in the dialogue, and it's kind of moving slow and plodding along and then we go to episode four. And the shit just kicks in the gear. Ugh, and, like, what's an going to happen in this back half? And if you think of the structure of a movie, it kind of, like, you know, we're at that midway point, right? So this is the point where, like, we have that turn. And so this is where shit starts to drop, and it really, really drops. And we got a lot. I feel like in the first half, we got a lot of good character stuff with with Woody, and we'll talk about that later. But then in the back half, we got a lot of, like, great action set piece stuff and character stuff with, um, with Rust and McConaughey. I don't know man I just I'm I'm we just saw it so I'm, I'm really freaking I, out but I want to
2: give a shout out to Captain yeah. WT Hook who has a a note for us on 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 iTunes um uh, he said that 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 loves our show but my god he's like he's like I just wish you guys would be a little more critical and and okay. and I I here's the thing well, we're
0: going to do that we're going to do that today cuz I got some I got some You critical. got some criticism. Well I got some I got some criticism.
2: All right because I I don't and uh, <laughs> and, and and so what I was going to sure. say to Captain WT Hook is I want to have criticism, <laughs> but it's
0: so fucking good right. that I have problems. Oh, well, dude. the criticism I want, i wanted to talk about the criticism I wanted—I wanted to bring up—is it's not necessarily uh, my criticism per se, but I wanted to talk about the 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 the, the critics of the show. Um, one being, give me some addresses. I'm well, gonna go one, visit one some people. One being Andy Greenwald, who writes for Grantland.com, is, uh-huh. is heavily critical of this show, and he's a he's a television critic, and he's he's heavily critical of the show for a lot of reasons. And uh, one of the main reasons is he, he talks about this whole, I mean, he's kinda, he kind of has this um, sort of like serial killer, sort of white male angsty serial killer fatigue. You know, this is a white male talking, not me, but Andy. And he's sort of saying like, you know, the, the women characters are poorly drawn here and you know, it's really just a story about a couple of dudes doing a bunch of dude shit. And the women are there to either be pains in the asses or sexual objects. And, like, how many times do we have to see this sort of thing and blah, 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 blah. And I do want to address some of those things with, with Julia, here being the, the resident woman on the show. I'm a girl. Wait, what? <laughs> but, um... <laughs> but, yes, you know, Danielle, I am a girl. Damn it. But well, I'll get to that later. But I just, I do, in this moment, I do want to say that, um... This episode, as if if, if we didn't already see this was fantastic. So can we just get a, just we all give our impressions? But Nando, can we give your your quick general well, impressions well, of the first episode?
1: Yeah, first of all, I just want to I just want to bring up because we keep saying T Bone Burnett sings this song. He but does, let's get but he let's get created. He, create he no. created the song. I you know. said created, but let's just give proper credit to the Handsome Family, uh, right. who actually uh, are the ones who are performing this okay, song, and it's called. Wait, wait, fun. Here it is. Here it is. Handsome Family sings <laughs> <says> this song. <laughs> is written, written by, by T Bone Burnett. <laughs> That That sounds better. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Totally. And it's called Far From Any Road. That is why Nando Blasquez. You are Nando Blasquez. That's why. That is the
2: reason, I just
1: wanted to, in case people want to know, they They want to know. know. They might be looking for T-Burn Brunette and not being able to find the song. All right. So, there we go. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, I mean, look, without overly gushing over it, it was, it was a really, really awesome, too late, right? Awesome. I mean, we're definitely going to talk about the scene with the two of them in the bar. Yep. Which was, uh, you know, so Hmm. well written. So many, Best
3: writing. Well, that's why.
1: That's why we're a couple of minutes late because we had to keep replaying that yeah. scene over and over <laughs> again just to write oh, down I, some of these lines. That,
3: Nanda. Rewind <laughs> that, I just, need to see that again. We had to.
1: We had to show that over and over again. And then, uh, I mean, there there are definitely movies out there that have done really, really good use of the Steadicam, showing one shot. and I'm, I'm sure we'll I, talk. I talk about that. We'll definitely talk unreal. about that. But that <laughs> that last scene. Just seeing it go from an endless shot with Steadicam, and just the amount of work and choreography and everything that had to go—I'll Six mi- I'll tell you about it later mm-hmm. on. We'll get to it. Unreal. Yeah, but we're all excited about it. Uh, it's definitely a cinema lesson right there. Joe, anything?
0: anything you quick, know, quick I, hits, quick hits before we get into it. Yeah,
2: I, you know, it made me feel old. I'm, I, I don't know how else to put it. Like, what mm-hmm. I, when you're a younger guy watching a, a movie, you know, you you see characters that are kind of sketched out, and you're just getting to know them quickly, and then before you know it, they're thrust into things, and and you don't really get. You, you, you get a sense of like well well he's an undercover cop and so he must be good at this. but for I think again with the luxury of having eight hours and, and giving you so much time to get to know these characters, you really you really knew that Matthew McConaughey was going to know how to handle himself in the biker in the biker bar and you also knew that Woody Harrelson's character wasn't and when Woody, and when, he's, when he's getting out the truck, we're all screaming at the TV, don't
0: get out, don't, don't yeah. get back. True, we, did. we had that
1: moment. Very sure. It was a very ghetto no, moment. Not, not
0: yeah. just the black guy, all four of us. <laughs> Stay in the car, Woody. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Joe um, the loudest.
2: So, so the loudest. definitely. Yeah. And and I think it was, uh, again, you have that eight-hour luxury, so you've built these characters. So we know very clearly that one is good at this, and one is probably going to fuck it up. And, and it was really interesting to me as an older man with a family, not that I'm old, but I mean, like, I'm in my 30s and I have That's a family. Right. Uh,
0: right. no, you know,
2: you, I, you have to backtrack. I, I really felt a, a real sense of the vulnerability of being in that position. You're you're going in all alone and you don't really know what you're doing and you're in over your head. And and it really was, uh, again, I think only because you have that luxury to build those characters can you really give an audience that feeling without them taking it and going, well, he's a cop, therefore he's good at this, and we've only had an hour to get to know him, so he's going to be fine.
0: Sure. Does that make any sense? That makes complete sense. Nice. Kind of. Uh, Julie <laughs> kidding, it makes complete sense no it does Julie uh, a st- stand out moment um, for you I, aside from the, oh God, right, there's the six there's minute million stand million
3: out moments um, especially him doing pull ups that was a real stand out right, moment relax.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, relax you
3: asked You Uh, asked.
0: What did I say when he
2: was doing it? What did I say? That's
3: for you, Jules. That's for you, Jules. Jules. (laughs) And it was. And thank you, Matt.
0: Yeah, right. Oh, Um,
2: Matt is Matt
0: now, uh, is he?
3: yes.
2: (laughs)
0: Matt McConaughey.
3: We've grown very close. (laughs) When
0: he's he's doing pull ups, I think he's Matt. Is Is that how it works? Matt and Maddie. Matt. Oh, Maddie McConaughey.
3: Maddie! Maddie boy. Anyways, seriously, guys. All right, all right, all right. Don't even start with me. Um what I really loved about this episode is I felt that it, it gave us two different glimpses into these men into these these men's worlds and, mm-hmm. and what makes them uh, thrive and tick with with with, with Woody's character with a, a heart when it gets down to it it is family sure. that's that's where he he his focus keeps on going back to even when he's making these when Matt is Matt, <laughs> I'm calling him Matt' is making great Maddie, <laughs> shut
1: up, all right.
3: great a uh, 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 great having great things happening with his case, he still goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what did she say? Mm -hmm. When you talk to my wife, what did she say? So that is truly what makes him tick. And then when you have Cole's character, this is the first time I feel we've really seen him come alive with with a bit of excitement. So it seems like when he's going undercover, when he's delving into the underbelly of these criminal worlds, that's when he comes alive, and that's what makes him tick. So um, I, I just thought that that was... A fascinating turn in learning more about the, these two men.
0: Right. Um, well, again, I'll just give my obligatory. As I started, I started with the at the top of the show. But I'll give my obligatory sort of shot, shots out to shout out to um, you know Nick and the writing in this episode is exquisite. <laughs> exquisite Just writing
3: phenomenal.
2: Um,
0: but more but more than that I mean the acting I think, I think Woody this is like his Emmy episode for sure I think the, the range that Woody showed in this episode was phenomenal I think mean, he really really did the damn thing uh, no, not, not to be undone by McConaughey, who's just continually doing the damn thing. But, uh, I think, the, so, you have the, you know, the, the, the whole, the, the, holy trinity, if you will, the trifecta of brilliant writing meets exceptional acting. But the star, again, I'll say it's just, you know, Kara Fuganaga, like, as a director. No like you know what happened here in this episode as a as a as a one hour episode like visually what i saw and what i got from these characters and these different set pieces and of course that that, that 6 plus minute uh city cam shot at the end was again it's it just incredible so i think that this was uh this really sort of this 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 touched the ceiling of what's possible in television to me. Like this is actually like it touched the ceiling. So I've so, never seen anything like it. I feel, I, feel, I feel very good about it. So we made it all clear. So now that we made that all clear, we spent 14 minutes talking about that. Let's actually get into the episode itself. <laughs> Let's break this episode down. But before we do that, we want to thank all of
1: you for uh, <laughs> for uh, before we're about we do the start. Thing. But before, <laughs> before we do that. You just crested big... them.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Coming and you, up, <laughs> and you, you kill you well, kill Stephen. Yeah, yeah, I was was done. Done. Steve, but first,
0: before we start the show, now mm-hmm. uh, thank you all for for joining us on iTunes and downloading us and listening to us, making us the number one show here at AfterBuzz. Even even when we had our week off, we're still number one show. Um, and we appreciate all of your comments and all of your uh, comments on iTunes and you rating us and making us uh, great and uh are rated well and uh all of your youtube views and youtube comments we appreciate all those and we'll shout out some many people in a second and then um you can also check us out here on after buzz as well so i appreciate all of that and we all appreciate it and continue to rate us and continue to give us fives or tell us that let's talk about the show because we're 15 minutes in do that too right yeah, so let's do that. Let's, let's do talk that. Talk about okay, it, guys. Let's start but first, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to mention that I'm wearing the same shirt. Oh God, you, I knew you were going to do that. All, right, all right, let's get it. I'm, all right, so, you're handsome. Um, I want to, So let's just, just linearly. We we started we start this episode really getting into the, the thing about this is which is so great is we ended the last episode two weeks ago with this crazy setup. Of like this insane setup of this shootout that's going to happen, and Reginald Ledoux, and all this stuff is going to happen, and then the guy with a mask, and the gas mask yeah. in, in, in the, his in his, his drawers, whiteys. yeah, in his drawers. like very Walter you, White, as as your as your husband said, giving you the f you walk. <laughs> <laughs> that what he a, said? Matt, your your husband's very <laughs> funny. Say
3: that sometimes
0: he's like he's walking around his tidy wife he's <laughs> giving you the fuck you walk. <laughs> And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> he's, he's, that's, he's that's, a, that's an Eric. He's quite eloquent, he's eloquent, funny. eloquent. He's eloquent. That too. You got it. Did you give him the shout out? Was it clear that that was for Eric
2: Kierling? That's Yes. That, there it is. All right. Yeah. Okay.
0: So anyway, but yeah. So we ended. Hey, we did last last week or two weeks ago with that episode, and we really I, I thought that like that was that felt like a cliffhanger. I thought right? that was
3: like the crux of so this whole episode. So we thought that we would jump into
0: episode four with the shootout and with stuff that was going to happen, and. It didn't happen. No, we had a we had We're an entirely different situation here. We, we actually went into a whole other setup, which a was fantastic. I'm, it, it, I was not disappointed in one bit with what we saw, even though we had that cliffhanger hanging. Yeah. But it also means we still have that to come,
1: which is also very well. Beautiful. It seems like the mystery's done. It, 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 based on this episode, now it's just a manhunt. For right. Remy LaDue. right? You know, as well, opposed well, to the first three episodes for, where it was more trying to figure out exactly who did the, these crimes. For,
2: well, well, maybe for seventeen years ago, but it certainly seems like in 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 the in, in the two thousand eleven that there's that, somebody else. that they're going after Cole.
1: Right. Well, based on, that's also based on scenes from next week. Well, right? yeah, yeah. Just
0: saying. I'm just saying. I know.
1: All right. So we start off with uh, <laughs> we start off with a
0: great you know episode of, yeah. of them in the of them in the box doing another interrogation which is mm-hmm. great uh, and we started off with uh, that was started, a great scene great seeing, mm-hmm. seeing Woody and, um, and McConaughey work together in the box which was really great mm-hmm. and in getting what they needed to get we saw you know like Woody talked about who's the box man like obviously McConaughey is a great box man but they did a, just a very great version of good cop bad cop in that sequence there they got the information they needed um, I love
1: McConaughey's line. We're not going to give you the Oscar no matter how hard you try. Yeah.
0: I love that <laughs> you know, line. Amazing lines. Uh, so that that all went down. But then we, we, we transition from that. We get what we need. But then we have that confrontation uh, with uh, the mistress, the court reporter, and, and Woody yeah and mm-hmm. then we see that like you know woody like what's great about that is you know woody we saw that, that, that you know saw. great or amazing scene where woody went and confronted the guy and was uh there and asked him very politely uh if he had received oral sex from. Uh, Woody's mistress. That's how oh, yes. he worded it, too. Did you receive oral sex from my mistress? I have one question for you. Did you receive excuse oral me. sex from my mistress?
1: Excuse me, sir, as I pound you. <laughs> I beg your pardon. Uh, uh, one me. As I pummel you. You're
2: naked on the floor. Let right. me ask you a quick
0: question. Pardon me. First so, things first. Right, so that happened, and then we see, it It seemed to sort of go without consequence. We kind of all like, but we see that, you know, all those chickens came ex- right home to roost. Oh,
2: can, I, can I say that I think there was an interesting choice made? The uh, it, it certainly seemed to me that, that the court reporter, his mistress, was was Lisa. carrying around, Lisa mm-hmm. was carrying around her uh, stenographer's, I don't know what the heck you call it, uh, mm-hmm. whatever they type on. Suitcase, yes, whatever, the typey thingy. 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 The stenographer's typey thingy. Tickety tickety. Um, the tickety ticky <laughs> yes. of the stenographer, which has special buttons, I think, and whatever. Yes, so four she, buttons. She carried that around the entire scene. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Mm-hmm. So she's lugging that, and they could have made a choice to just give her a bag, but that thing was heavy. And I think that informed the scene, and uh, you know, and she I, didn't sling it at yeah. him. No, and I thought that was uh, that was really neat. I just wanted to okay. a shout out I, that there was some heavy there's some heavy Chella. stuff going
0: on.
1: Actors' corner with Joe Sampson. Just saying,
2: <laughs> that, Thank that, you. That, that that made some interesting and stuff. I, happen. And I
1: think she chewed gum while she was walking too. It was All amazing. Right. So,
0: <laughs> so that happens. So we see those chickens came home to roost. Uh, she actually went and, and wrote a letter that we did not see the contents of the letter, which is also a neat choice, um, and to obviously. We we saw Woody no she, no, the she did no 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 that was from letter. his wife no Lisa oh sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Maggie Maggie. You're right. sorry.
3: Maggie
2: wrote
0: the Lisa letter. came to the house that's right she I'm screwed this whole thing full blown
3: showed up on the dude's yeah. doorstep
0: mm. Shh,
3: that girl's fucking crazy
0: yeah well I mean look, <laughs> you, but look Dude, okay not fine. to be done <laughs> hold on but do you blame I me mean, like you know like I don't know oh, wait do a second her? Do who do you blame hold do on a second do you blame
2: the mistress Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. There was a quote. Right. Nando wrote the quote down. Nando, could you please read the quote What's that the quote, I think Nando? I think Rust
1: Rust said it better than we're going to say it. With all the dick swagger you rolled, you can't spot crazy pussy. Boom! Mm-hmm. There you go. If you cannot spot the crazy pussy, oh, you, you get what
2: you deserve. Okay. That was a great line. Uh, uh,
1: no, no offense,
0: but uh, Matthew correct. McConaughey, you are not Nando. <laughs> uh, oh, you want me to? I just read the line. You okay. want me to act it? I'm oh, sorry. 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 Oh, but no, no, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good point. I, I just feel like that. Well, you know, the chickens came home nervous. Like, he's out there doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't expect to be cheating in your wife in that manner and that publicly. And that she- whole thing at the mm-hmm. at the hoedown at the mm-hmm. bar, that whole scene he pulled with the dude. And then going to the dude's house and politely asking the guy if he performed oral sex on his mistress. You receive received. Received. I'm sorry. Yep. Received oral sex from his mistress. That whole thing, like, what did he expect to happen? And, and, and you, you, as a woman, Julia Kearley, maintained that that was a crazy B move.
3: She knew exactly right. what she was getting into, as did he. You know, sure. the, you're the, the...
0: banging a married dude.
2: It's not what do like you he expect? was. I'm sorry, I, I, I don't mean to be whatever, but come on now. Hey, you know, I don't, I don't mean know. to be whatever. whatever
3: either. But come on, now you're banging a married dude. All, in yes. all
2: fairness,
1: I couldn't
3: agree with you more.
1: There Seriously. are certain expectations. Bitch,
3: be crazy. Okay. Well, in
1: all fairness, it's not like she can run to the police department and report him because okay. they're all on his side, <laughs> except for except for uh, Cole. Probably so, okay, if she so, went to Cole. So oh, she stuff. comes
0: to the crib. Yep. she 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 confronts she confronts Bridget Moynihan. Yeah. Uh, tells her off, and she obviously she reacts as you would expect to react. Yeah, packs her shit, packs the kids, and gets the fuck out. Gets out, of, out there. of there. Writes him a nice little letter saying, "Sorry," and <laughs> uh, but I'm leaving. Bye, uh, but I do want to talk about Woody's performance of reading that letter. Like, the, uh, the, the coming home and being like, that whole, that was brilliantly acted. The, the, like him coming home and looking around like, what the fuck? Yeah, let me ask you, let me ask you a question. Reading, well, hold on, is reading that letter instead sort of getting through that letter and the look on his face and then being like, fuck, that whole thing. That was, that was quite the performance. And I, yeah, go ahead, Joe, I'm sorry.
2: Uh, let me ask you a question. I mean, uh, you know, I, do, do you think he wanted to get caught on some level? No. No.
1: no. I don't. I
0: don't. Well, let me, let
2: me ask you this. Uh, I mean, this is this honest question. I don't buy into that. Like, on okay. well, some
0: level, he wanted to get well, not caught. Well,
2: like, no, you, you let me tell you why. So, so he gets caught, right? And that brings him basically back to start. Mm-hmm. So this is over now. Now I'm back to chasing my wife. I'm back to chasing my life. Mm-hmm. So uh, as a character, I wonder, did you want to get back to that place? Did you feel, I mean, because mm. I think he was out of control. I feel like he was out of hand, and I think he kind of on some level wants, I I don't know, I kind of got the vibe he wanted to come back to a place where he was chasing his life.
3: I think he was coming from a place of of maybe uh, the grass is always greener, perhaps, Mm -hmm. because as we've seen in that confrontation that that Maggie and uh, Hart have in... I think it was the second episode in the kitchen where he goes, I want it to be what I want it to be. Like, I, I what I envision, that's what I expect it to be. And when it wasn't that, when she wasn't this doting wife and this meek little creature and cooking his meals and rubbing his feet, whatever, I don't know what he wanted. Right. I think that he rebelled and didn't know how to oh. deal with it. Wow. But in the end... It's never going to be that, and that's what he had to realize.
2: Well, let me ask you this, and this is this is why I think this is something I think is interesting about about this 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 type of character, and, and I think it's worth delving into. It it, it, is a, it is a guy who wants his cake, and he wants to eat it too. I think he he wants to be able to have the piece on the side, but I think that he. Gets out of control. I think he gets too much. And I think that he turns, he wants to flip it and wants to, I think he wants to chase. And so if he wants to chase ass on the side, then he's chasing ass. But if the ass, if he gets caught with that whole thing, then he wants to chase his family back. He wants to chase. One way or the other, he wants to be chasing. I think he wants to be trying to get
0: something. I mean, I, I don't look. I don't want to go. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not discounting anything you're saying there, and I think that it's a valid opinion. But I don't want to super psychoanalyze yeah. why or what he did. I, I think that, like, the, the, it, it's my opinion that the and whether it's Nick Pizzolatto or whatever, the the, the opinion seems to be, and and, and uh, Woody Harrelson said this himself. The character said this himself. Is that like? The job is a shitty job. It's a shitty job. He's working this job. He's a damaged guy. To keep it together, in order to get him... I'm not passing any judgment or anything like but to keep it together, in order to hold his family together and do this job, like, and do what's required of him as a family... He thought it was necessary to be able to have his piece on the side to be able to keep himself sane. Now, that was his only, pretty much his only thing. Now, he doesn't want to lose his family. He doesn't want to stop being a detective. He doesn't want to, like, stop banging this hot, you know, uh, sonographer. But he does want to just keep it all. And that was how he kept it all together. The thing well, is, let me, well, Zach, let me, let me it fell just, apart for him. Let me cut like, in.
1: Because you can't do that. Let me cut in. So last time, last episode, I mean, I called it out. Everyone smells his bullshit except for him. Right. And that's pretty much what it is. Hmm. And and it's really, this is the ramifications of the whole thing. He finally gets to notice it. What happened with him and Lisa is he closed the door on Lisa based on that conversation they had at the courtroom when yes. he was walking away in the elevator. He He's going to find another Lisa. Sure. I mean, it's, it's yes. pretty obvious. We all know he's going to find another Lisa. He thought he got away with it with Maggie. And Lisa decided to turn the tables on him because right. she was disrespected. And as far as I'm concerned, yeah, this is just, uh, we get to see him unravel. We get to see him caught. He finally gets to realize that he, he's not as secure as he thought he was. He thought he could play the detective. Everything to him is, is this high status. How dare someone? I mean, look, look at his reaction when, to Lisa when, when she did what she did. Yeah. You know, look at the names that he called her. Look how crazy he went on her. Because God forbid you do that to a detective. Look at the way he was in the hospital. with Mr. Nerdy Doctor. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Uh, (laughs) Are you here in a law enforcement capacity? Yes, are you here? You know, I mean, look, this is a man. You know, what I found really interesting, though, about um, Woody's character, uh, character, Hart, is it really is a, a, a 180 from him and Cole. He was the one that was unraveled. He was the one that was really weird. Cole's the one speaking reason. Right. Even even as awesome as some of the lines was that, that Cole was saying in the bar when they were talking together, Cole was the one that was rational. Cole was rational with Maggie. Cole was rational with, uh, with Hart. So, I, that's what I loved about it. Well, you him.
2: know, it, we said, I think it was two episodes ago. Um, what episode did he get chained up with, with by the girlfriend? Two episodes Two yeah. episodes ago. Um, number you, two. Yeah. He says, you take your release where you because can. Because
0: it was the nude scene that I very much remember. Excellent. Mm. And, and uh, you Me you As does the internet. Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, if you could wear out digital, but you can't.
2: Oh, Alexander. So, you, you, he said to the interviewers, you guys know what I'm talking about. You take your release where you can. And and to me, that's that smacks of a, of a, of a guy justifying his choices. Without really analyzing his choices, and I just think that that's worth pointing out. And I, I Fair think, enough. okay, you know, what I'm saying, I mean, I, I just feel like, uh, you know, the, there is an underlying reason for all this. He's making these choices for a reason, he, and it's just never enough
1: for him. Maybe, but but I really think he likes to, he wants to be in a position to chase something. He, he even said in the interrogation in, in modern day or, or twenty mm-hmm. what twenty twelve when he does the the more modern thing, he even says to the other detectives, "You know the detective's curse. The solution's right under my nose, but right. I was paying too, too much right. attention to the wrong clues. This yeah. is perfect." example which of what I, he's going through.
0: Which, which, which I do want to bring up a couple things based on that. Number one, it just sort of brings back, like, man, I, you know, th- that was a very, very painful like visceral, painful experience to sort of experience as a viewer, to watch Woody, as as a man, mm-hmm. as as a viewer, to watch Woody go through that whole thing and sort of like whether you've been through that or not to identify like what that must be like to like, ah, this is this and this is that. And it was very, so, you know, so it was of a very visceral experience to go through and very painful experience to go through, but it's also, you know, look, having been through, it just, you know, open my window, having been, you know, been divorced and been through, you know, marriages and, and relationships and whatnot, it's an interesting thing when you're going through that, how horrible that thing is at the time, how life-altering and how just the worst thing it is at the time. And then you cut to Woody Harrelson of 2012 and he's like, yeah, those crazy times. How many like, X's do you have? Yeah, he's like, how many X's do you have? Woo, that was nuts. And then you cut back yeah. to ninety five and he's like, god damn it. Like he's going nuts. And that, I think that was just brilliantly written and brilliantly portrayed because it's, it's a thing where like when you're going through it, it is horrible. But also, mm. to be able to have that that storytelling device, where you can go and have that perspective like from two thousand and twelve because perspective is a thing that we don 't really get in in, in in sort of linear storytelling that much, mm-hmm. we sort of just get like this is happening right now and you get some acting some showy acting, but to be able to have a, have a, uh, uh, a storytelling device where we get in that moment Woody Harrelson be able to do that great acting piece from the moment he 's read that letter to the phone call to the hospital and then cut back to. You know how many answers you got? Like that was that—that's was a lot. That's a lot of really, really good stuff, which is why the show is so freaking amazing. Sorry, you know?
2: Captain W. T. Hook, but it is really good.
0: It's great. I'm sorry, WT Hook. But well, speaking of WT Hook, I do want to go back to that because one of the things that you know we that, that has been criticized about the show is that. So I just said how as a man, I totally identify with that Woody thing, and that was crazy, and i had been through a divorce, and I get it, and that's all and all, all that stuff's happened. But Julia, as you watch, if, if, you know, as, as a woman, you watching this stuff, do you get the sense that this is sort of like this is a bunch of dudes doing dude shit, and the women are a bunch of prostitutes and and people who are either bitches or people who who service these guys? I mean, do you get that, or do you, or, or is, that a, is that a is that a valid thought? Is that something that crosses your mind, or do you not feel that at all?
3: Um. You know, it, it didn't cross my mind till it was brought up to me, to mm-hmm. be honest. Maybe I'm a really awful feminist. Right. But, you know, it was brought up to me <laughs> on uh, Twitter by uh, Jennifer Ballast, actually. Oh. who what she Who say? tweeted me a lot, actually. Oh. Like, she says, woman. well, yeah, she goes, female corpses have become a fashion trend. Oh. At Julia Carly at AfterBuzz, when a writer cannot write a female character worth listening to, he's not a good writer, period. Ooh. And then also, Shots when a director great. shoots women's bodies parts body parts more than women's faces, he's not a good director. Director, period. Oof. Like she's pissed. Yeah, you know? she pissed. And and you know what? Okay. You know, shout out to her. It, yeah, it, it, she's a better feminist than I. Sure. Um, but I am so. <sighs> I am so involved with this story and these characters and this world that they've created that that's not on my radar right. of women being being uh, portrayed, or portrayed uh, a way. equally or anything like that. And also that's 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 the location. That's the time period. That's this. That's the place. I, that's yes. where we are. And women are. this is a certain
2: time and a certain place. Yeah, You're saying 1995 not- is that time?
0: Well, I mean, I yeah, I don't, in, in I don't know about a certain in, time and a certain the, place. No, I'm not, it's not saying a like this place. is women's suffrage or oh, anything yeah. like yeah. that. But it's but, not, like, so not madman here. Like, we're not like talking no, about. No, but we're
2: not. We're also not. We're not. We're not seeing a, a show that's happening in a major metropolitan area. And then we're not. We're not seeing that these are these are upper middle class folks, and we're not seeing you know, educated people. We're seeing people that are living in in the deep south. In, I mean, we're going... With the church scene that we saw...
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lamia. <laughs>
2: there it is. <laughs> the church scene that we saw was in a field. I mean, right. we saw a church that was a, a mobile church. So you go from place to place, and you hope. people... This is a very specific lifestyle. Right. So Some more traditional lifestyle
1: from from. I mean, it's not a, a world in that's which
3: I was raised or which I grew up with, but I grew up in Los Angeles. Sure. So So what do I know? Well... But also... Ooh, oh, throwing things. That's all right. <laughs> all right. Most importantly, I'm, I'm in this for this. Matt's not here. <laughs> you think I just throw a <laughs> pen then? You don't even know what I do. Um, most importantly, is that this is about a story, mm-hmm. and this is about this one particular crime and these two particular detectives and sure. the worlds, the world and worlds in which they move. Mm-hmm. And this is. The world; these are the worlds in which they are surrounded, right. and that's how women are are portrayed, and well, that's how they are sometimes objectified. Well,
1: just to add to one thing, I mean, I mean, Rust uh, or, or Cole's uh, philosophy that we talked about, uh, I believe it was in the last episode, was just that every man is a sinner or every man's guilty of something. Mm-hmm. So everybody, I, I don't think there's really any one character in this show that's not. You know, morally wrong in some kind of way. I mean, are are we making it? Is this a misogynistic world? Well, I'm not sure. I mean, there's the there's the one person from the trailer park, the one woman woman from the trailer park that spoke up to Hart when he was uh talking about the sure, underage sure, girl, sure. for and example, and Maggie too. I think is a pretty these powerful women person.
3: they're not being portrayed as weak women. Yeah, they're no. strong for for the environment in which they live.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, look, I I understand the criticism. Some, I, understand, I understand the criticism. I, I think that like. I, I, I get Some. I get the criticism, but I, I, but I feel like that a testament to what they've done here—the writing and the execution of the show. The writing is so great, and if we are so involved in the story. Sometimes, sometimes you can just get involved in a good story, mm. and and it may not it may not cross every demographic. It may not like show black folks in the best light, or women in the best light, or you know what, Jews or nerds like Nando in the best light. But like it. <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> you, you, you had to look but, at that. No, no but, but, <laughs> but sometimes, sometimes <laughs> you can, sometimes you can really like. You can just, you can, you can rest inside a great. Yarn. This is great writing and great storytelling. Mm-hmm. And in terms of like, I look. Like, I grew up. In, like, first of all, look that going back to that interrogation scene in the box. Like, I'm a black man, and I didn't grow up in the rural South. Some of the shit there. There was we watched that thing with subtitles. Mm-hmm. Some of the shit that Matthew McConaughey and my man were saying back and forth with each other. I'm like, what the fuck? That's some, some southern ass shit
3: for subtitles. I don't yeah, know what, that scene. I read it.
0: I heard it. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck these <laughs> motherfuckers talking about. Hold on, I wait. Know, what? Charlie. Let Lang. Me, like Charlie Lang? Yeah. Charlie Lang. Like, By Char- the way, i got to pull Lange's up the actor's like name. He was amazing.
1: He was really amazing. Yeah.
0: Right. Mm. Genius well, Let me actor. toss this
2: out here with, right. with regard to this feminist, uh, the, the feminist concern. I, I, do, right. I do get it. I mean, I have two right. daughters. I understand. Yeah.
0: And, but I, and also, you're the same guy who mentioned that there were a couple sixes i did i did i did and
2: i i do feel that that's yeah. a valid and strong choice um i i feel that that i'm march i'm march all we will overcome <laughs> yes wrong wrong movement but that's okay yeah so i i really think that that you get a a, a real sense of reality there's there's a, i think there's a, a a temptation that we all have and it, it feels very networked to me and it, 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 to, to kind of whitewash a lot of stuff and we go okay uh, the, the, these were fun, strong female characters that existed, and they were highly educated, and they were terrific, and they were empowered, and they lived in the rural South with no money and no opportunities, and there was no jobs and no options. Okay. No. The educated people left. That doesn't make any sense. Right. This, this gives a real sense of reality. This gives a sense of these are, these are small towns in the rural South where there is no industry. There are very few jobs. There's not much money, and you get a sense of not very many options. You get a sense that Maggie made smart, safe choices in picking a, 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 a cop to marry. Right. And she played her cards right. And we get a sense that Lisa played her cards wrong. And these cards are only being played in the context of the reality that we're being shown. And so that is a that is a southern reality. No money, no <laughs> options, in, in a very specific place, in a very specific time. Sure. And I think if you take that out... And you start adding in characters that don't belong, then it stops losing. It, it loses that sense of reality, okay. and, and I, I think I that agree. is that is my okay. concern with with overly analyzing you know, we look, some of that. We
1: look at, That's a at, hot take,
0: Joseph Lebeau. Bang, Joseph Lebo, hot take. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead.
3: Uh, oh God, what was I? Don't even know. What was, well, what? Um, at some point they say that this this community, this world is or this town is a world left behind. Mm-hmm. You know, and so and, they're yeah. not. They're not as as. But, dare I say, yeah. evolved as, hey. as some of the more metropolitan areas. Right. And this is these lives are lives rooted in tradition that haven't seen Fair what's enough. going on so, outside.
0: So just to summarize, because we've only got about 10 minutes left. Oh and my we, God, we oh do, no. a yeah, we've yeah, got God. to get to. Hey, go, go, to, go! But just to summarize... Chicks rule! Chicks rule! Chicks rule! <laughs> Chicks rule. Even, even if they're sixes... No. Um, Even, well, oh, my God. you, you just that, that. There's definitely, definitely... The women characters are a product of the environment that story, that the storytelling but, is involved in. And we are, we're okay with that. I'm, I'm okay, okay with they're that. with that. Okay, next. I am a
3: woman, and I am, I'm cool.
0: Uh, next ten minutes, there's two things we really have to get to. The first being the bar sequence. Because oh, after on? we saw what happened, with, with, we had all the things that happened with, with, uh, with Woody's character and all that stuff. And then we see McConaughey coming in. And this is... I, I loved every single bit about what Russ did as a character... To come in the hospital and say, sort of man to man, Joe. Like you and, are, you and I are buddies. We're friends for like fourteen, fifteen years. I know. I that I really thought of you. This is I'm going to get like emotional on this show, but I thought of you because if there's a moment where like I'm acting a fool or you're acting a fool or shit's wrong, I feel like that we can call each other and be like. Burr, burr, burr. And I think we have. There's a certain several we have. occasions. So there's a certain shorthand in that moment in the bar. He's like, dude. Uh, I mean, it's not in the bar, but in the in, in the hospital. hospital, he's like, we have the case. I know you got to do your thing right now. I know you're getting, you know, rustled up by mall cops and doctors, <laughs> but we have a case. And he was smart enough to know in that moment that, like, the one thing that, 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 that sort of like, uh, that supersedes all the bullshit he's going through with his family is his job and the importance of this case. He's like, I got to break on Ledoux. And he's like, Ugh. All right, I gotta yeah, get. You gotta let go. go right now. You know, I gotta yeah. go right now. And that was that was just a really great you a male oh. a to pull him out, yeah. a male yeah. moment. I really I just
1: I thought that was no, a good and moment. I thought it was it was very smart. Leading into he, the bar. he
2: didn't he didn't meet him on 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 let's argue the merits of whether or not we should fight with your wife right here. No, we're gonna right. argue, we're just gonna hate the case. We gotta go. Yeah.
0: Sometimes guys have the sort of shorthand. You know, he's like you're like, look, you're making a fool. And it's,
2: and it's a way to save face too. Right. I mean, that's the other side of it. I mean, if if, if you really if you if you go in there to, to pull your buddy out and you're gonna have the the actual confrontation, then you have to go. No, you're acting a fool and you're acting like an ass well, yeah. and you're doing this in front of all these people and I have to throw you out instead yeah. of hey you gotta make a decision as a professional that we gotta go
1: well after <laughs> nerdy doctor and the mall cops are trying to push yeah. them away you know you need someone to go hey man yeah. you, know, yeah, you got the the bigger things to do right? excuse yeah. me excuse yeah. me right. so that's sort of a
3: turning point don't you think in their partnership because they we've seen in the last three episodes of them moving f- farther and farther and farther apart and being more distant and having different ideals and different ideas and this was a moment that brought them back well to as head. heart as and heart unravels, they've been working together yeah. so seamlessly
1: as heart's been going up. The deep end he needs to rely on his partner more and more, so that that's become an issue of trust and and look how much trust is involved in this episode because it involves Cole to go deep undercover with nobody knowing yeah except like for well, book. just one, one of the things that I, that I wrote down is like one of the great pleasures of this show
0: as it's turned out in these four episodes as being like one of the great like moments I look forward to every time I like fire up an episode of True Detective, is having rust and Woody in the car talking to each other. Those are my favorite moments. And so we had a little bit of that, but we had the bar scene, which is them sort of straight talking to each other. There's a moment where it's kind of like, you know, McConaughey is the, the, the truth serum. Like, he's giving, Russ is giving mm. it to him absolutely straight. And what I love about that sequence is not only is he giving to him straight with all those great lines like, look, man, all that dick swagger you got, <laughs> like, you gotta recognize crazy pussy. I just said it. but and I, and I'm a horrible McConaughey myself. But, like, all, <laughs> all, all the things that he said, which were amazing lines, um... In, all the, in that moment, like, Woody got it. Like, he got it. He's like, yeah. Got through. All right. Sure. Shit.
2: But no, <laughs> let, me, let me toss this out there. You, you know, tell me what you think. I really don't get the vibe Rust really wants to get involved he, in, well, he, in he, the marriage. He says, he says none of my business. Parts, but I think
0: that's real. my business. I my think business. that's real. And he's, but you know, like, facts. hey, here I don't the, want to talk about the it.
2: Facts. Let's go. And I think that that's legit. I mean, yeah, the but tactic for pulling But then why is he meeting Maggie?
1: That's separate. That's separate
2: that's separate Ooh. but still I feel no, like he's still, or do you still kind of friendly with Maggie so that's the question so do you think do you think it's really do you think it's like hey I really want out or do you think it's like I really want out right. and the best way to keep you moving is to agree to meet Maggie and, and, and is that do you I think, think, that's think he's just trying to, to keep him I'm, I think
1: he's trying to well, keep, keep his he, relationship between the two of them separate that's I all think that's is.
3: part of like the, uh, the partnership I think that that was the only link that, that heart. Yeah, Hart has to Maggie right now is Cole. She's right. the only one he'll talk to. She'll she he's the only one she'll talk to. Right, right. So yeah, I think he did it as like a, a bro favor. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, and cool. that's what I'm saying. So is is the means is from from his point of view is that do you think he wants uh, do you think he did that just to keep uh, just to keep uh, Hart's character on point? Right you mean, think it's I, like, I'll go talk to Maggie, fine, but then you
0: and I are going down yeah, to Texas. Yeah, well, I, I, I think, I think that that was his thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. And obviously, obviously he's interested. There's some interest there. But I don't think he's going there to try to, just like when he mowed the lawn, he wasn't going to try to like to get with her. I think he was just really going there to mow the lawn, so to speak you know and like <laughs> and that was that don't but like, mow another man's lawn. you don't do that <laughs> uh, and, okay so moving on from that so the bar scene was fantastic we there's got some straight talk there you see these guys really bonding you see why in 2012 Woody has a respect for rust that he has. Mm -hmm. You know, you see that now. Given this, you see this relationship growing. Even over four episodes, you sort of see this camaraderie and this relationship growing. But we have to, in these last sort of four or five minutes, get Uh into this crazy freaking sequence. Uh like Six minute takes, man. Six minute so first of all, we get Water. insight into into Rust, right? We know we we find out that he went into that he went undercover. He's been there for four
3: years. Four years. He was
0: undercover, mm-hmm. and and I just say like shit got so real, so fast from the moment he opened that go box <laughs> with an AK and some money and a bottle of Jameson. And some Jameson. Mm-hmm. Who has some Jameson in their go box aside I do. from you, Julie? Who Kaley. has a go box? Okay. <laughs> I, I don't do. know. You gotta have a go box. Am mm-hmm. I the only one here without a go box? let me do have a go box.
1: I have a Jameson. <laughs> totally have a go box. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So, but the go box is happening. He's got all the guns. He's got all the shit ready to go. And he's got the fucking Jameson in there, too. Good man. So he's done all that. He, we see him set up. And he's he's he's, brief- he's briefing Woody on how this is going to go down. And he is dead goddamn serious. Holy about shit. How he, and, Woody, and Woody's face is like, what oh. the? F-
1: <laughs> what's going to happen? He's, he's putting stuff into his putting veins. Putting stuff into his veins. Cayenne, pepper, Cayenne and, pepper. And, uh, yeah. pepper
0: and something. He's getting ready to go deep. He Dude went four years in recovery. He knows mm. exactly what he'd do. And I will say this, and I love Sons of Anarchy, and I love Kurt Sutter, and I love The Shield, Mm and I love all those guys, but man, like I said, what I saw, like, that whole portrayal of that biker world and the quote-unquote outlaw community, that made... Sons of Anarchy looked like freaking Honey Boo Boo. Can I,
2: can I give a shout-out to whoever did the extras casting for that? Yo. I was not that, dude? Dude, that there so is crumb. not... Those there,
0: dudes were real. Extras, that are, that's fine. Those are some scary-ass white Whatever. Boys. That's what I
2: was gonna say. Whatever you got, I was not interested no. in hanging out with any of them. And <laughs> I want you all to know I respect you a
0: lot
1: and I wish you <laughs> nothing
0: but the best. The outlaw community... If you're listening, outlaw community, okay. I, you guys are, you job they, are in my
1: book. I'm guess, guessing they booked, yeah, directly you know, from the outlaw community. Yeah, that. I'm just yeah. telling you. The that, community that's how matters. you put the casting out. You put it in the see paper. That
3: extra breakdown going but out.
1: Seeking outlaw community. Okay, we got <laughs> to wrap, wrap this
0: up. So okay, so the outlaw <laughs> community was in full effect. We had that. We, those guys were real as real as hell. <coughs> Scary. Matthew Cumming goes in there, and actually, the party was crazy. Yeah. And we all talked about how we shouted for Woody to stay in the car, which was insane. Sure. But we get through that whole thing. But when the actual job that went down for these crazy ass. When ZZ Top
2: put on the cop uniforms? No, yeah, that no, was, that was, that these was deep. These crazy
0: ass outlaw white boys to go into the projects. And you, I, 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 that was probably, you know, just saying, this is probably one of the most, I said at the top, I'll say it again, probably one of the most intense set pieces I've seen. That was not a set. No, I'm just, I'm just talking about set pieces as, like, like as is as, as, as in as set written. in place. Oh, I got as you. In, okay. As in written. Mm-hmm. You know, but thank you for that, Joe. But as... It was <laughs> not a set. Thank you. As written, it was an incredible set piece to be able to say, we're going to go into this these projects and go and do this thing as standalone. And it was so much tension. To be able to mm-hmm. execute that... In a, in a single shot from Makani putting the kid in the tub to you know shit was gonna go wrong mm. I was I haven't felt that much I don't think I've felt anything like that in a TV show in a movie in a long ass time y- I said a, earlier there's
1: a moment of suspense when you're just wondering when the cut's gonna happen and it's right. not happening yeah. and, it and doesn't it's, happen. not it's not happening not, it, and it's just not, so not happening so and, and it
2: suspense. keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going so the, you want me to tell you a couple things about yeah, it alright so tell here's the thing it. It, was a, it was a little over <laughs> six minutes okay <laughs> all one cut they did it seven times that was in an Actual housing project. Okay, so they had to, they had to get permission to shoot inside the housing project. They had to rehearse. They had first they had to design uh, uh, Russ' actual fighting style. Then they yeah. had to rehearse the fighting style. But it is not a movie; it's still TV. So they only had a day and a half to do that. Sure. So those fight scenes were were, were they were rushed. I mean, it was only a day and a half. So and everything is one take. So they did it seven times through. Um, and just about the point, for, for, for me anyway, I don't know about for the rest of you guys. Just about the point, we realize, or you really, it really sinks in. Like, holy shit, this is really one six-minute take. It's like, wow. Then they go up and over the fence. Yeah. And I, I think uh, I'm not the only one who yelled at the TV. How the fuck did you do that? Right. So what they did is they had it rigged. They had it rigged a, a crane so that basically the the, the cam operator operator was hooked to that crane at right. the last second. Pulled up and over the fence, and then disengaged from the crane and allowed to continue wow, following the action. Oh my
0: god! That's how they did it. Brilliant execution of that.
2: So, um, so anyway, he'd been planning a, a, a oneer uh, for the for the entire the oh. entire of the run. Was well, that a
0: oneer? That's a oneer. one-er. I looked okay. that term up. I just learned no, that you, you dropped that in there like you know. Boom. A oneer. A oneer. Professional. So,
2: right. uh, so. Uh, Fukiau, yeah, Fukiau had been planning yeah. that, so he wanted to do. He wanted to find somewhere to do that. Now he had to sell everybody on this because everyone said, uh "B.S. That's not going to happen. We can't
0: do a one-hour episodic
1: television.
2: Right? Not only that, you can't do it with this many extras and right. the amount of stuff. It's expensive had going
1: on. to do something like that. Yeah, it's not. It's one shot, but just the right. amount of work that needs to be done I mean, to do that. Good the that.
0: Fellas, with the Copa, yeah, blah blah blah.
1: Just blah, blah, blah. unbelievable. We, we yeah. Just unbelievable. Yeah. So,
2: I mean, from my point of view, that was that was unbelievable. And uh, and what's great
1: about that shot, it really shows him trying to escape. The projects and how hard it is. I mean, when you do cuts like that, sometimes there's a there's a moment of, oh, okay, this is Hollywood. Yeah, I get it. He walks into the next frame and he's he's out. But this is perfect. Six minutes of seeing him try right. to escape with gangbangers left and right of him and fighting all these people Pops. and and uh, evading the full police. full immersion and into amazing. the moment. And, and yeah. before we get into predictions, I will say on that thing
0: is that what 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 was brilliant about all that is mm-hmm. in that moment. You know, uh, uh, Russ had his own agenda, right? So the 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 guys are doing the robbery, but Russ had his own agenda. He's got to keep the kids safe. He's got to keep everything safe. When the guy, when things went bad, he's like, "No fire, no fire." When he shot the guy, Russ like, "Okay, I got my own plan." He got out of there. He got he called Woody. He got to the car. Ninety seconds, and I goddamn, it was ninety seconds to the dot. That car pulled up, and they were out. And and that happened. That was amazing. And and
2: they did that. They shot it at an actual housing project. So beforehand, they came in and they found out what is the most interesting and the most logical path for us to shoot him actually escaping this this uh housing yeah. project. Right. So that that was all legit. Like that is how Jeez. you escaped right. that particular housing project. Amazing. What
0: Unreal man. Noise. True motherfucking detective. <laughs> I love I said show. it. All right. All right. Uh, predictions. Can we get into Your predictions? Your Buzz God.
1: TV oh. predictions. There it is. That's new. a new
0: drop. in That's a hot new drop.
3: Oh, I thought I had more time.
0: Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna time. Julia. I'm not gonna go to you first this Thank time. Thank you. This time I'm gonna go to. Actually, I'll go to you first. Julia. Yes!
3: <laughs> um, I think she's gonna get real with uh, with that dude Ginger. I don't know who the actor is. I have no internet for some reason, but mm-hmm. that dude is. Fucking awesome, that actor. I'm oh. obsessed with him. The Ginger. guy who's playing Ginger. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I think uh, I think we're gonna get a lot of action from him. And he's a I close think, talker. Uh, he's, a,
0: he's a close talker.
3: He's a close talker. I think, like
0: mm. he get close to people when they talk. Yo. If you had
3: a beard like that, wouldn't Yo, you man, be a close no. talker too? Yeah. Everyone should be encompassed in that beard. Yeah.
0: Crazy. That's <laughs> scary. Anyways,
3: that's not a real prediction. I just really like that guy.
0: Fair enough. Flipo?
3: um
2: I I think we have forgotten about the task force. Yes. The super secret uh super Christian anti Christian task force. Yes, yes. yes so yes. I predict that the super secret anti Christian Christian task force comes back, and we're going to see we're going to see some some serious stuff with them. That is Nando, all. Go. I
1: think now that the mystery is more or less we figured out we we're figuring out that it seems to be this Ledoux character that's behind it. I think next week's uh episode's going to feature a lot more of twenty twelve. Right. We kind of saw a we little bit. Today, we kind of saw a little bit of uh, McConney's character coming out of the room. So we're yeah. going to see a lot more twenty twelve. Three
0: episodes to go. We got to get into twenty twelve. We're going to see a lot more twenty twelve same prediction Julia where can we find you uh,
3: Twitter find me on Twitter Julia Carley J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y same thing on Instagram and then here for a bevy of shows with these jumps.
0: Yeah, I'm Joe Braswell you can find me on Twitter at Joe K Braswell and on Instagram at Joe K Braswell I made him the same Joe K Braswell for both smart 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 I did it mm-hmm. Joe
2: uh, you can find me on on the Twitters at Joe Flippo and you can find me on the interwebs at uh, Neto.
1: And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. And with these guys from The Following, Bates Motel, yep. Yep. Uh, everything. Walking Dead, I'm is... here for separately. And yeah. yeah. Thank right.
0: you, everyone, for following thank us from you. show to show to show. Thank you for yeah. downloading True Detective. Uh, thank you for listening to you, and we'll see you again next week.
1: Woo! From Woo! executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.